Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to roco snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on Instagram at snoozecast where you'll find behind the scenes content. If you enjoy our show, please write us a review on the podcast app. Also, share us with a friend. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Gentle Interludes. Tonight, we'll read excerpts from the Feast of Autolycus, including An Autumn Dinner and The Magnificent Mushroom, published in 1900 and edited by Elizabeth Robbins Pennell. Pennell was an American travel writer, columnist, biographer, and memoirist. Her biographies included the first in almost a century of the proto-feminist Mary Wollstonecraft, and also one of her uncle, the folklorist Charles Godfrey Leland. Coincidentally, Charles Godfrey Leland compiled the book Algonquin Legends that the recent snoozecast episode Badger, the Mischief Maker was based on. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. An autumn dinner. Why sigh if summer be done? And already gray skies, like a pall, hang over the foggy town. The sun may shine, wild winds may blow, but every evening brings with it 
the happy dinner hour. With the autumn days, foolish men play at being pessimists and talk in platitudes of the cruel fall of the leaf and death of love. And what matter? May they not still eat and drink? May they not still know that most supreme of all joys, the perfect dish, perfectly served. Small indeed is the evil of a broken heart compared to a coarsened palate or disordered digestion. Therefore have we cause to be merry and to cast away all care. Autumn has less to distract from the pleasure that never fails. The glare of foolish sunlight no longer lures to outdoor parties. The soft breath of the south wind no longer breathes hope of happiness in Arcadian simplicity. We can sit in peace by our fireside and dream dreams of a long succession of triumphant menus. The touch of frost in the air is as a spur to the artist's invention. It quickens ambition and stirs to loftier aspiration. The summer languor is dissipated and with the rebirth of activity is reawakened desire for the delicious, the pungent, the fantastic. Let an autumn dinner then be created, dainty as all art must be, with that elegance and distinction and individuality without which the masterpiece is not. Strike the personal note, forswear commonplace. The glorious, unexpected overture shall be muscle soup. For this great advantage it can boast, it holds the attention not only in the short, all too short, moment of eating, but from early in the morning of the eventful day, nor does it allow itself to be forgotten as the eager hours race on. At eleven, and the heart leaps for delight as the clock strikes, the pot of foo is placed upon the fire. At four, tomatoes and onions, the onions white as the driven snow, communing in all good fellowship in a worthy saucepan follow. And at five, after an hour's boiling, they are strained through a sieve.